Hey, it's Laszlo from Los Santos, San Andreas. You're listening to the loneliest man in show business. It's Game Stuff with Coke Logic. Hello, my name is Facebook.com slash Club Soda Kenny. And you're listening to Game Stuff. It's none other than the great Coke Logic. Ahoy, hoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> this week, in lieu of, um, what are you laughing for? <laughs> you sound like a tool. I don't sound like a tool. That's my thing. I do it every fucking time. All right. Instead of doing a long E3 recap with me just talking into the microphone over and over and just having this long thing, I thought that'd be really boring. So I brought in my friend Chris. Hi. Why don't you talk in the microphone? Oh, I'm sorry. Like Hi. Big child. Hi. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking. I was talking to your audience. Oh, yeah. Listeners. Whatever. I think not yeah. really. It's not like you said viewers, so that's fine. Go ahead. All right. Well, uh, I want to get this out of the way. On the uh, previous game stuff, I said that there might be. I made a prediction that there might be Demon Souls remastered because I thought it'd be the the time was right for that. That didn't happen. Yeah, that's a bummer. I like that game. I know. It's fantastic. And I thought after the success of Bloodborne mm. and Dark Souls 3, why wouldn't they just have a, another team port it over and enjoy Dark Demon well, Souls on a new console? It'd be awesome. Full disclosure, I don't really I I don't really play it. I didn't really play Demon you Souls. You watched me play. I it. watched you play, yeah. Yeah. Because you know, I don't know. I'm I'm pee shy with Demon Souls games and Dark Souls games. So. You watch me finish it and complete the last boss. I did not see that. God damn <laughs> I did it! That you keep trying to fucking get away with that shit. Well, in any in any case, Demon Souls seems to have that that cool original feel to it, and like maybe a little bit deeper source of that mythology. Well said. I guess I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that little business. So let's get into E3 stuff. <laughs> Our first uh, conference that was the at E3 was uh, Bethesda, and they started off with uh, they unveiled Quake Champions. I don't care. I don't. Why I, not? Because Quake just seems boring as shit to me. Well, I didn't. I never played Quake actually. Oh, that was let, during the time of. Then let me tell you the only thing I remember about it, and that is Nine Inch Nails like did the soundtrack for it. I thought That's, they did that for like Doom Two or something. Was it Quake? Well, no, I mean, they did have some songs in the Doom movie, and for all I know, he could have scored, like, the movie, because he's into that shit, but for the video game, for Quake, I thought it was really cool, because, like, you could get these little weapons crate ammunitions, and they had branded on the side, it said nine, there was the nail gun in Quake, and branded on the side of the the crates for ammo, it was the Nine Inch Nails logo. They should have just said the measurement of these nails were nine inches. Yeah, and let everyone kind of fill in their own yeah, story Yeah, they should there. have said that, yeah. But what they're doing is they're seeing that uh, since they brought back um, Doom, the 2016 awesome fast-paced shooter game, that, hey, let's bring back Quake. Or why not Descent? Or why not Heretic or Heretic? That's no, probably... Heretic. It's I, You know what, man? I'm, <laughs> I'm remembering pronunciations that I that I was... But I'm saying, like, why, why not just fucking... I don't know. I, I fucking because Quake's a big name, and what, what they're doing though is they're doing the. Um, but look at the success of Overwatch, right? Yeah, they're doing the Overwatch thing. Yeah, I mean, but that's a soul. That's an original thing. That's a totally original thing. Why? Why did the the what company made Overwatch? I don't know. 
Oh, uh, Blizzard. Blizzard. Okay, so why don't they pull a Blizzard and make something fucking brand new and original and not try to play on people's nostalgia from a game that they played when they were, you know, in their teens? Well, it's an original thing, as in uh, a bunch of companies are making this original thing all at once. Like, Cliff, okay. well, Cliff Bozinski's doing the um, Lawbreakers. Okay, explain. It, it, it's a uh, five-on-five uh, uh, shooter with, like, uh, point systems where you kind of control a point. And yeah, that sounds fun. It's the same thing. It's not the exact same thing, because it's going to feel like uh, an Unreal Tournament-type feel, because that's right. what he did. But it's going to be like a, uh, an Overwatch. That's the new thing. Yeah. So we don't know much about Quake. They just showed, like, hey, Quake Champions, it's a thing. And that's kind of the theme for uh, Bethesda, because they showed off Prey 2. Except for now, it's just called Prey, because it was a sequel, but it's also a reboot or something, so they're just dropping the two. So now there's two Prey games in the same series. There's Prey and Prey. Yeah, rad. That's stupid as shit. It's like the Rocky movies. And the uh, the trailer they showed, even though it's really nice, and there was a guy like uh, reliving a day, uh, like Groundhog style, and his eye get got more and more infected. It wasn't the trailer that they showed in previous E3s where you're kind of like, it looks like almost, uh, it's not the Star Wars bounty hunter thing where you're chasing down, um, your bounty. And it kind of, you know, just, it looks different. And different scares me. Because I just wanted to see the new, I just wanted to see that old prey better, you know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why I'm involved in this. (laughs) It's so that people just don't go, oh god, he's still talking? At least this has a little bit of back and forth. Another voice coming in every once in a while. Okay. They revealed a new Fallout 4 DLC. Did you say that game kind of not that great? No, it's not that great. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that, I mean, that was one of those things where, do you think it was kind of a victim of its own hype? Or do you think that it just doesn't, I mean, it didn't live up to any of the hype? No, people like it. It's a likable game. It's just uh, what you came to uh, the Fallout series for. Not Fallout 4, but the, the Fallout, Fallout series, series 4. Right, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I know, I was making a pun. Uh, but I wanted a lot of choice. Like in um, Fallout New Vegas, you, you could just talk anyone out of anything and just instead of uh, going with this faction, you get shit done by double-crossing another faction with their own stuff. It was just so much choice. Fallout 4, just a lot of... Um, Go clear out that settlement. It has a bunch of mutants in it. So Use this gun, and the gun's not that great. I don't know if you could see on my desktop what I have right here. Can you see that far? Pornography? Besides, if you look past all the anuses, you can see there's an icon for Fallout 2. Oh, yeah. You're going to fire that up someday? I did fire it up. I've been playing it. Every now and again, I'll go back to it. And that is a fucking amazing cool little game it actually it it actually makes me sad that that's the, the game's taken this turn because um when i first started getting into like playing xbox games again you had told me dude you have to try fallout new vegas you're gonna love this it's so fun yeah um you're gonna you're, you're actually gonna... i told i i did you a disservice i said try fallout 3 okay yeah that's and right. that is the one with liam neeson and uh about three hours worth of introduction oh my fuck that game was, and I gave it like a solid playthrough because of, of you know you did get, not well not a playthrough. I, I yeah. gave it a chance. Let's say I gave it a chance, which means I played it for two hours. I could not fucking turn that shit off quick enough. That was that was awful, and that's on the heels of some really good recommendations. I mean, you 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 let me borrow Dark Souls, and that was 
fantastic. Try um, Fallout New Vegas. Okay. Uh, you're going to like it. Because actually, I was just listening to Watch Out for Fireballs, and they're covering that game. It's a book club where they do uh, video games. They play a video game, and then talk about it. Discuss. That's really... That's fucking cool. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And th- this month is... Uh, and they're taking the whole month to do it because it's Fallout New Vegas and the DLC and the side, qu- side quests and stuff like that. And Totally worth uh, jumping back into because it uh, makes me think of all the stuff are you uh, done I with tried and did not try. Are you done with Fallout? Because I want to talk about Skyrim. Yeah, let's uh, let's jump into Skyrim. What is a Skyrim? Sky? What is a Skyrim? Yeah, what is that? It's Elder Scrolls Four. Oh, that's that game where you throw cheese down a mountain? It's that, and it's also the one with uh, Randy Savage Dragons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I love that video. Okay. That's the best. Have you ever seen the Thomas the Tank Engine? Yes, I've seen That's that. That's the best. That really is great. You know what? I, Get I just, with it. I love it. <laughs> He's awesome. I can't. Uh, by the way, too soon. Oh, really? Too soon for him to go. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant too soon for the joke. Just too soon for him. He went too soon. Yeah, of course he went too soon. He went too soon. And into a tree. You know, that's a bummer. Yes. When you go out like like that. You know, just to digress for a second, that Anton Yelchin guy, I heard how, is it Yelkin, Yelchin? I don't care. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So this guy died, right? Yeah. Got pinned between his car and like a gate. I mean, the truly, guy. Truly killed by his own success. He, no, I mean, he went out like every lethal weapon villain ever. Like, that's how a lethal weapon villain <laughs> dies. <laughs> I'm just surprised there wasn't like a, a guy t- giving statements on the sidewalk with a saxophone, just belting one out for him. I mean, it was horrible. But I, and then I, I some other guy muttering about Jews. <laughs> yeah. So Skyrim Special Edition is that the? It's the uh, uh, remastered version, except for it's not just remastered. They uh, it looks almost rebuilt. Looks like they added every like uh, uh, fog, lighting, terrain mod they could, and just make it look all purdy. And the other, the other uh, thing that I have against Skyrim is it's like that Chris Hardwick moron couldn't shut up about it. I remember listening to Nerdist, and I do listen to Nerdist every now and again, but that that dude just irritates the piss out of me sometimes. Jealous? <sighs> maybe a little. Maybe a little bit of it is jealousy he because the he's kind of like, yeah, and he is a nerd. I mean, he doesn't let you forget what a nerd he is. So. Yeah, almost to a fault. You'll see him like uh, playing board games. It's like right. Oh, Dear, dear God, you don't oh, have to. Dude. You don't have to prove yourself, dude. Just stop. We believe you. Yeah, just, just board games. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, stop it. And then finally, Dishonored Two, which is just awesome. I've played Dishonored One uh, at least two and a half times. Although I think every time I play, Corvo dies. That's the main character, and he's in this new one. So I don't know. Like, I guess I get the bad ending a few times. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Uh, next we have uh, Ubisoft, and uh, I, I wrote a bunch of stuff. I wrote a bunch of notes because I thought I would just be chattering all by myself, and then I'm like, that would be so terrible. You guys would be so bored. So now we're just doing bullet points. So, but feel free to uh, go and like, oh, that's a nice paragraph, and pull out that little nugget of information if you feel you need. No, let's just let's go through it, man. Let's go through your spelling if necessary, shall we? Do you know what I love about uh, spelling? on a phone is sometimes I'll input something and then I hover over it and be like, all right, well give me the real spelling. And there's a, there's no recommendation. <laughs> like you've, I put, I put you the word so badly yes. that they can't even make it. I don't know. That's exactly right. We have algorithms that could perfectly mimic human emotion. Yes. 
<laughs> I don't know why you spelled necessary like that. So Ghost Recon, what is, is that? Uh, is that like a? Oh, okay. So it is a Tom Clancy game. It yeah. Sounds. It just sounds like a fucking Tom Clancy game. It's a Tom Ghost Clancy. Recon Wildlands. Wow. Yeah. The the premise here is that uh, some South American country or South Mexican country or whatever uh, decides that like they're just going to take over everything and then make the entire place like uh, a cocaine wonderland. That sounds fantastic. I know, right? There's, there's and... not enough cocaine wonderlands. In it. <laughs> but uh, and then it's gonna it's like a four player co op game where you're just uh, you're you're running in with guns and uh, like getting positions and like oh I see the target over here and you, that you kind of sneak in Sam Fisher style, snapping necks, getting positions and then oh no, the the guy uh, the big guy. Uh, is on the, the the lamb. He's he's running away. Got to go chase him. Yeah. So one guy runs to a fucking helicopter. One guy runs to a dirt bike, and then you're chasing this guy down with multiple people in your party chasing him down all by different means. And it's just cool as shit. It's almost like uh, it's almost like a GTA mission or something. So this is one of those games that I go out and buy a backwards hat or a hat and wear it backwards with some solarized Oakleys and throw the headset on. Yeah. Give my bros an iconic hat. Yes. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. It. It doesn't look like um, it's reinventing the wheel, but it looks like it's putting a bunch of cool shit on the wheel from other games. Where I you're mean, like, oh, that could be kind of cool if they worked it out. Like, not everything has to be revolutionary. No, I agree with you 100%. Contrary to what I said earlier about the Overwatch thing and, and you know, whatever. But And Overwatch, I guess, really isn't an example of reinventing the wheel because it's kind of like Team Fortress, right? Yes. I mean, it's, it's a lot like that. In fact, I wish I would have thrown that in your face. But... but like, you have to responsibly push things forward, and it sounds like, yeah, I mean, you know, Tom Clancy games don't really grab me, because I don't like an over-technical shooter. I like I don't like to uh, have to find cover. I like to run out there and just... That know. is true. Uh, I've heard that complaint about uh, the Division is a Tom Clancy joint. Right. And I've heard the argument that it could have been a lot cooler if it didn't say Tom Clancy's The Division, because all of the tech wouldn't be like near future tech it could have been ratchet and clank weird ass fucking sheep gun technology you know just get weird with it get real weird with it and then they brought out uh matt and trey of south park to uh show off the fractured butthole yeah i liked stick of truth uh from what i saw um two abortion scenes dude how many yeah, games? I mean, I guess some abortion. Some some games don't even have one abortion. Oh, let's be. You know, some abortions only have one game. That's just, it's called the game of life. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but that's yeah, truth. Let's go with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you say it's good, I'll take your word for it because I know how, how big you were into Stick of Truth. I just uh, hilarious game. Yeah, I mean, th- we got enough though of the whole like fucking trying to trying to. I don't know. It's like an RPG in a modern world. I don't. I don't give a shit. It's Paper Mario. I want. I want. I want like old school RPGs, right? Like every fucking asshole out there. I want. I want an RPG with a dragon in it and like armor and shit. And it's just. A, it's making a mockery of that. It's making a mockery of me. And I take. I take no, umbrage to that. I don't understand. It's all of these games, uh, like uh, Stick of Truth. These modern games. They still have armor. They still have upgrades. I guess you just want turn-based. You want there. You want to sit there and like well, answer answer right? a phone and yeah, it is. But there is the little thing where you have to hit the uh, like the A button at the right oh, time. That, that's stupid. No, that's great. I, I like it. I it's it's evolving. Oh. Plus, you never had to grind in that game. Do you really want to grind? You yes. really want to go back to that I used life? To, I used to love finding a little spot on the map where like it had a little bit stronger enemies, and that's where you go to grind. And 
for some reason that was satisfying me. Boring as all get out, but satisfying as shit. I just don't find pleasure anymore in, in, play, in spending 40 hours on a 20-hour game. You could have just stopped after I don't find any pleasure anymore. That's true. So, yeah, that's coming out uh, December 9th, I think. De- oh, December 6th. Awesome. Even better. Mm. And um, if you order now, if you pre-order now, if you pre-purchase now, they'll give you the Stick of Truth for free, which is awesome. That is, yeah. Because you can't, you can't buy that on normal PlayStation 4 and Xbox One right now. You can't get it free. If you pre-order. Next, the division showed off some um, new DLC. The new, the first paid DLC. They've had two packs. Um, they had the first incursion, which is like a raid, which is not like a raid because it's just a big room with a tank in it. And then some other uh, uh, DLC. I didn't even pay attention to. I really fell off with the division, but now now they're charging money. So uh, right. what a perfect reason to get back into <laughs> so it. So now it's yeah. If you're discouraged from playing to the division before, now they're asking for more money. This one is going to have uh, randomly generated dungeons, though, so that's kind of cool that it's not just the same old sewers. I see, but yeah, I see your I see your note here. Read sewers. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's going to be out on Xbox One on June 28th, and then on PlayStation 4 on August 2nd because they have that exclusivity deal. Right. For and that's always just a winner. Yeah, they're really sticking it. <laughs> Stick to PS4 owners. We're gonna make you wait a month and a, and, a ch- and some change here. I think it's retribution for uh, screwing over the Xbox One people with uh, Destiny, because they you tend to have um, like entire weapons that are withheld for a whole year. Mm. It's like here's this awesome weapon. You're not getting it on unless you play it on the system. That's totally fucked. What a drag. I know. I, I would never. I never support that type of shit, and I don't like it. All right. Chris, we're talking to the geek stuff people out there, and they're yeah. probably going to love this, which is Star Trek VR. Yeah. That's like the fan base right there, right? Love the Star VR. Trek. They, they tried to do this before, didn't they? There was um. There might have been a CD-ROM. No, 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 no. There was an old school arcade game that... Um, uh, we actually saw this on that movie we were watching about the guy who restores arcade cabinets, where he found this old cool like it was called captain or the bridge or something like that where you're literally sitting in the <laughs> you can't get cooler than this by the way at an arcade you're sitting in the captain's seat of the enterprise and it's like this little scenario pops up on the screen in front of you and for some reason that captain's seat's gonna really it's gonna really bring you to the next level you can't just stand in front of the screen and do it you must take the throne and yeah i mean vr and watch out for the button that says put in neutral yeah <laughs> yeah I wish I didn't laugh at that. But Captain's yeah. log. Get it? Like, poo. No, but uh, see, Star Trek fans, to me, aren't necessarily... The, I'm sure there's a... There's, if you're looking at the Venn diagram, I'm sure there's a bit of crossover with, like, Star Trek fans and serious gamers and also people who are ready to move into the VR sphere for their game experience, but it seems, like, re- relatively small. It seems like the markets wouldn't really cross. To me, I, that's just my opinion. Star Trek fans seem well, to be a bit older. You know what I mean? I don't know. It seems like... Uh, I don't know. Star Trek fan seems like the person that would spend money to get into a VR no. hologram type situation. And that's, that's true. I, I the, the Star Trek people that I know that, like, are in my life that really dig it and have, like, cool shit, um, they're all... They're just... They're not part of the gaming world, necessarily. They're part of the collectible model world. And, like... I've got this actually used piece of set equipment for four hundred dollars, but 
I, I mean, good luck to him. I, I, I'd love to see it. <laughs> I, I, I like your eulogy of, uh, yeah, there's this VR thing coming out. Best wishes. Well, no, no, it's not that. We know how cool VR is. I'm not saying that VR isn't what's cool. I'm saying that... And I'm saying for the first time, walk around the goddamn uh, the bridge of the Enterprise. I don't. I just don't know how many people would be into it. But that's my opinion. Star Trek fans. That's yeah, how many. Yeah, okay. Star Wars fans don't give a shit about the Enterprise. I don't. But I'm saying... It, but it's, do right, you consider yourself... Switch this, switch this around. Crying inside your VR headset because you're walking around the Millennium Falcon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a now dig. It, now it's a goddamn proposition you can't that's, refuse. That's a dig. But, I mean, Star Trek doesn't evoke that same sense for me of uh, of overwhelming nostalgia. It's just... It's Beatles and Elvis. Okay. It, I mean, you didn't it, see Pulp Fiction. I'm sorry. I did. Two, just, two types of people in this world? Elvis and Beatles? Yeah, yeah. I just don't drop... Never mind. Lance! Look at the big brain on Brad. Um, I don't know. I just so. What are your feelings on Star Trek? Do you like Star Trek? Do you watch Star Trek? No, I don't watch Star Trek. I don't. I never got into it. I don't like how it's all politics. It's a so, lot. A lot of standing around, and it feels like they're standing around because they don't have the budget. No, you're. To you're that's fair. There's a fight lot a monster. Of, there's a diplomatic element to Star Trek, right? Uh, except in the newer films where they had to kind of revamp the the way that they approach their audience. That's a lot more action in the newer films. Even in the even in the films, especially from like, Offset. Yeah, god damn. <laughs> and what are they? How are they going to replace that? That guy was a pretty damn good Chekhov. This, Credit where credits due. This seemed like the last Star Trek, anyways. Yeah, probably. You know, and it wasn't that good. The I never saw the second. They one. cumberbatched it, and they cumberbatched Doctor Strange too, and that sucks. That just sucks. Yeah. Well, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, that that trailer sucks. Oh, it's bullshit. And it, it just I don't know. I'm not. Who's this Doctor Strange fan? I don't get it. I I'm not I'm a casual Doctor Strange fan. Enough to the enough to the point where I'd like to see them if they can't do it right, wait and then do it right. But don't force it because you're adhering to some stupid three-phase Marvel cinema, cinematic universe plan. But that, you got to get out there before Infinity uh Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet cuz that he's part of that thing. Do you? Cuz I mean, Silver Surfer comes crashing through the window. And uh, informs Doctor Strange, and that's how that little series starts off. Yeah, I guess he can come crashing into the through the window of like Tony Stark, and then just that's well, it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to; they don't have to adhere to the specifics of the comic book. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've already deviated to some capacity in their other films from the comic books, right? Yeah, I can't give you; I can't cite specific examples. I can say for certain that they have done it, though. Oh yeah, I've I've watched enough um, YouTube reviews on the comic book movies and stuff like that to say like, well, in the comics it was this person, and then they just swapped this person in because they had him available. Right. And yeah. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I mean, sorry, I don't want to derail your your. No, thing I don't here, give but, a shit. I mean, that would be, um, that would be something that I'd like to see in kind of a VR thing. The the flying. Pe There's a lot of Marvel see, characters. Flying penis? That fly. No, no flying penises. Oh, God. Yeah. Could you imagine if they did the flying toaster wallpaper <laughs> with penises? How great would that be? That'd be erotic. No, but like, uh, why can't we see an Iron Man game with... Uh, they with, tried? Well, with VR, I'm saying. Oh, okay. To emulate that. We were talking about... Um, uh, what's that uh, Battlefield game that came... Well, I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit here. 
Um, uh, Battlefield One. The, yeah, was that the one in space? Oh no, that's Call of Duty. Infin Call of Duty. Infin I'm sorry. Infinite yeah. Warfare. Call of Duty. So I looked at the screen. You and I were kind of watching. I'm like, whoa, is that shit supposed to be VR? Are they trying to do that? Because that would be rad. I mean, that would be so fucking oh, yeah. badass if they could do that in VR. I guess it speaks I, they, to your point. They tricked here. you a little bit, though, because they went in right from their VR presentation into the Call of Duty stuff. Yeah. Almost like, hey, this could be. Well, I think I actually came back from like going to do something and just kind of thought that was part of it. Take a big shit. Take a big shit. Going okay. to do something. But you, you've got it well phrased here that we're in the infancy of VR, so I guess the best you're going to get out of that is walking around the bridge. Crawling around the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Next what, game they What's showed? the game that impressed you the most? The game that impressed me the most. Let's save that for later. That seems like a huge question. Oh, no, because it says right here in your very next paragraph after the Star Trek thing, the game that impressed me the most. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was For Honor. That looked cool. Something else. Yeah. Because uh, last year when they showed it off, it was... It just looked like Dynasty Warriors, where it was just a, a mass of people just fighting little squadron wars, and you're running through these melees and stuff like that, and it just looked like, okay, you're going to be like an Assassin's Creed type guy, but down below there's going to be some fighting. It reminded me a little bit of 300 with the, the weird narrator voiceovers. Only one warrior made it up the wall, the only one that mattered. And it's kind of like got that dramatic vibe to it, which, yep. you know, it goes but, uh, very well with the art style of the game. Yeah. Uh, next up, they showed off uh, the sequel to Grow Home, which is Grow Up. Grow so, Home is that little robot, that little red robot that, like, the more you play with him, the more, like, uh, the better controls he gets or something like that. Because, like, uh, he's adapting to his oh, environment and stuff okay. like that. They actually gave it out uh, two months ago for PSN if you're a pay if you blah, 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 paid for PSN. They right. gave you a game free and that was it. And Kind of like with Xbox Gold, you get a game yeah. every month or whatever. Yeah, they did that. And I guess that had enough success where they're like, all right, we'll do another one. Got to keep those programmers busy somehow, man. Yeah, I can't have them working on real games. No. Uh, Blood or Trials of the Blood Dragon. This game already came out. This was the game that came out the day of uh, E3 when they announced it. And they're like, and it's out now. Oh. And, which I usually I love, except for the reviews for this thing aren't very good. It sounds like a great combination. Trials games where you do, you're on your dirt bike and you're trying to balance yourself on a ball until you have to jump to a ramp, and you're like, how the fuck am I supposed to do that? Right. And the answer is five hours. You do it in five hours later. Oh, okay. So this is like Star Road, basically. <laughs> and then it's set in the world of Blood Dragon. God. I gotta go get a pop. Oh, well... Do I pause this? No. You can edit this. Yes, I can edit this. I don't know why... I just don't know why you got up in the mid-sentence. Could wait until I finish this little thing. Excellent. And a lot of people don't really like it because uh, it's not just supposed to be the uh, trials dirt bikes and ATVs that the, you ride and balance on and jump uh, little cliffs on, but they they have you running and shooting. They put you in control of a human and you, you're shooting enemies on screen while you're running. Uh, up these ramps and stuff like that. It's just, it's not a true Trials game. Even though they put, like, a person, you could control a person in Trials before they've done that. It's not a new thing. Just Can I ask people are salted on this, like, eh, it's not that great. So, Trials of the Blood Dragon. Yes. So what is the, where is this game set? What is, uh, what? In the Blood Dragon universe. Okay, but that what does be, that mean? That, that, Blood Dragon was an expansion to uh, Far Cry. Far Cry 3, which uh, was all 80 is 
Remember uh, that movie on uh, Netflix? Uh, was it Kung Fu? Kung yeah, Fu- Fu- yeah, Kung Fury. Kung Fury, and it's basically that, mm. except for not Kung Fu but guns. We called that a movie. That was twenty nine minutes. <laughs> well, they are making a sequel, which is awesome. It was it was entertaining. I thought I loved every second of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I was actually kind of glad that it was only twenty second or twenty minutes because it's like oh, it definitely didn't overstay its welcome. Right. Got in, got out. Bada bang, bada boom. Oh, cool. Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 1. You were going to buy a goddamn PlayStation for this thing. No, I wasn't. What? But I told you I was. Oh, you liar. Why'd you tell me? Why'd you tell me, Fibs? It's <laughs> just to get you off my back. Because <laughs> every so often you'll spend 30 minutes convincing me to buy a PlayStation 4. And, oh, yeah, tomorrow. You know, they bought a Wii U. You know the easy way to stop me from bugging you to buy a new generation console? To borrow your PS4? No, to buy it yourself. Actually, don't buy anything now because they're coming out with the the Neo. So Watch Dogs 1 was uh, the game where you could like walk up to a building and that building would float away. <laughs> Just like, or someone would get stuck on the top of a bus and then they uh, couldn't get down. It had a few bugs. I, don't th- I think it was over-publicized about how many bugs were in that game. It wasn't so bu- I don't remember it being so buggy. Like a- You couldn't call it like an Assassin's Creed game level of bugs. Or their face just randomly yeah, evaporated. Yeah, skeletaled. Right. But, I don't know, this looks like... This doesn't look like Watch Dogs redeeming itself and being more stealthy and electronic uh, jamming systems and all that. It just looks more like they double down on the, the action. Because there's parkour now. How stealthy are you going to be if you're running up walls? You yeah. Know, you're just... It's freestyle walking and running. Yeah. And that's what they're putting into this game, which is... But yeah. that's is that trying to is that just a last ditch effort to liven up kind of a fall on its face dull series? It's what forty year old Canadians think twenty one year old Americans act right, like. Right, yeah. It's like it's an approximation Th- of the Canadian. This is cool, look. eh? Sounds like fun. Uh, Watch Dogs, boring name for a video game series too. I just have to throw that out there. I know it's kind of a. Well, they're the watchdogs of the city. Who gives a fuck? Oh. I, I don't give. I I just I think it's just a. Piss poor, not very creative name. I've heard worse. Watch Dogs 2 comes out November 15th. Hold your breath. And then finally, they uh, ended the show with a new game, like they always do. Um, Watch Dogs was once one of these uh, one more thing type games, and uh, they also did that with uh, Division and uh, Rainbow Six Siege. This year, it's a snowboarding game called Steep. People still snowboard. But I, I was so into it for a moment there. I was like, oh shit, snowboarding, SSX. But it's, no, it's not. It's more like, what was that Microsoft one? It's not 1080, that was Nintendo's. The, there was another game called 1080? Yes. Uh, I wasn't aware. Uh, uh, N64. Hmm. But there was a a, a game on um, Xbox, and it was very um, physics-based and realistic. And that it kind of seems like what this would be, you know? Didn't seem like jump off a cliff and then start pulling a fucking uh, a 9,000 and fireworks would go off. And So as a dedicated fan to snowboarding games, you're just not impressed? Uh, I'm slightly impressed. I would like to play this, but um, it doesn't look like it's going to have the uh, the awesomeness. You, you just can't top SSX unless you make a game to top SSX, and this doesn't seem like the thing that they're trying to do. Hmm. And that, that was their press conference. Best game out of all that... I would say f- um, For Honor. I was impressed by it. I think there was a date for For Honor. Yeah, February 14th, Valentine's Day. 
I like Vikings. Vikings is a. I mean, they did have that video game series, Vikings. Yes, they did. But and Lost Vikings, Lost the Vikings, puzzle that's game, the one. Yes, yeah. kind of a different thing. But Vikings were badasses. I mean, you got to explore their. See, I thought you meant the 360 game Vikings, which is actually really good. Is it? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, no one ever talks about it. Never shows up on any list. No one's favorite, but uh, give it a rent. It's a good one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, now we're going into EA Electronic Arts. And we're not going to spend a lot of time on this at all. Because it's, uh, like you said, another Madden game, another FIFA game. They showed off some uh, EA Originals, which is uh, just some indie games. Like, give a little money to some uh, indie developers and, like, hey, can you make something cute? So, I'm not a fan of this. Like, I think uh, we need to stop with all the indie bands and indie games and indie movies. And just... I'm into big business yeah, and culture. Yeah, I am too. I am too. I, th- I think that we need to give, bring Trump into office. Let him stomp out all these shitty fucking indie game creators. Let's put an end to EA Originals before it spirals out of control and starts making dog shit games. The new FIFA game is that going to be another one where I can, like, my character can disappear into the grass like he's swimming? Have you ever seen? Hopefully, those? oh, those are great. yeah, they're out, they're awesome. I never, I never see that many glitches in Madden games, but for some reason, those FIFA glitches entertain me to no end. I just uh, goddamn love seeing how horrible. I think it's because people play it more. Because even though Madden is like, ah, America, football, great. Right. FIFA's played around the entire fucking world. Yeah. You know, so there's just more footage out there. Popular theory. Uh, Titanfall 2 looks great. I'm going to be a fan of Titanfall 2 until uh, I play it and find out that the arenas are about like a 30 by 30 square space. And all you have to do is hop out of your robots and then you'll fucking dominate because nothing gives your position away like being in a giant mech. Does, uh, Titanfall 1 was exclusive to Xbox One, right? That's correct. Is Titanfall 2 also exclusive? Excellent question. No, it is not. It's coming to all systems like it's supposed hmm. to. Then they showed the Battlefield 1 trailer again, which I, I think everyone has seen. This. Like, Even if you didn't pay attention to E3, you saw the Battlefield 1 trailer. What is it? It's a... Battlefield type of game? Yes. Oh, good. That's exactly what it is. Good. Some people have called it a Battlefield skin of World War One over Battlefield. That's good, because people like Battlefield. Love World War One. Love it. Yeah, I'm yes. a huge fan of that. Uh, you know my great-grandfather was fragged in World War One. He was fragged? Yes, but he luckily respawned. Oh, that's... Let's edit that. What? <laughs> Poor taste? Bad, bad joke. Oh. It's awesome. Uh... The EA's year is 2017. What does that mean? That's just me just typing away without double-checking my typing, which means uh, Electronic Arts year is 2017. The e- okay, it's the year of EA. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Because uh, they showed off a bunch of uh, clips yeah. of developers working on the games. That's awesome. Instead of showing... Yo, oh, yeah. That's what you want to see. Let's not see actual game footage. Here, look at this nerd. What you want to... Check him out. What's he doing? What you want to see is wireframes. Yeah. Uh, in T positions, uh, just standing there rather than actually seeing demonstrated game footage. So they they had nothing prepared. Isn't yeah. this kind of like that's the objective though, right? Is you know you should probably be a little bit more prepared at an event like this. You should you should actually say, hey guys, uh, we gotta get some um, interest out there. But Did I guess you I guess you don't need interest. The, the people are already interested in Mass Effect and Star Wars games. Well, yeah, of course. You don't have to sell that shit, right? I mean, like, ba- but, a Battlefront wasn't a good game. Still sold 14 million copies. 
I, I don't know. How about just reaffirm your position a little bit in the market and and have something professional pre to present? You know, don't be some piece of shit who shows up with a bunch of footage of nerds. I guess that's <laughs> that's what my statement would be. Is that there's something to be said for good marketing? And yeah, it's a, it's a it's a fucking fine art. But you get, I mean, they get slam dunks here. Madden game. There's just no way that's going to sell poorly. It's a, even if it sells poorly. That poorly is in the millions. Yeah. So they're fine. It, it's a slam dunk. FIFA sells itself. Right. Battlefield sells itself at this uh, at this point. Unless it's Battlefield Hardline. People saw through that shit. What, what's that? That was uh, a modern day cops and robbers type thing. Oh. That was just... I, uh, the sale ended uh, this weekend. It was $5 on PlayStation Network. I passed Ooh. it up. Yeah, there you go. I passed up a $5 game because I was like, oh, that's not very good. And that's EA. And then we move into Microsoft. Let's see. They started off with Gears of War 4, which looked a lot like a Gears of War game in high resolution, a lot more particle effects, and the sky was a storm, and it looked like a Gears game. So I'm happy about it. You know, for a while I had a little bit of Gears fatigue, which is, uh, they just put out one too many. It was kind of like God of War. It was actually the same year. Was that, like, 2013? They put out, uh... Gears of War uh, Judgment and God of War Ascension. And it was just these, uh, they hand them off to other studio to uh, do a game that's like slightly canonical, but, um, or not canonical, that means it's in order. What would no. be in canon? No, yeah, canonical means it's part of the canon. Okay, there we yeah. go, then I nailed it. First try. So it's in, in canon, but it's not really like a huge uh, chapter of the game. And it was just one too many on both games. It was like, ah, who needs them, you know? Mm -hmm. But there's now been enough time in between Gears games that I'm excited again, so. And you don't need a Xbox One to uh, play this because now Microsoft's big thing is you can either buy an Xbox One for $300 or if you got a, uh, a moderate PC and Windows 10, you can download the game there and just turn all the settings to low and it's basically like playing a, uh, an Xbox One on your computer. Hmm. Killer Instinct. Yeah. Remember that? I do. They're back in pog form. Yeah, uh, th they're supporting Killer Instinct, hmm. the uh, the fighting game that won't quit because they won't let it because it's actually kind of not bad. Of course, I never hear anyone go, uh, "Oh shit, Killer Instinct! Is it going to be at Evo this year?" Yeah, I've never. Uh, I don't hear any fans of Killer Instinct. No, I I get that. I just I. Uh... It's a game I never really got into, but I always liked kind of the art style of it. I thought Killer Instinct looked cool. Yeah. You know. Killer Instinct getting another season. They're adding the Locust Soldier from uh Gears of War series. He has what a, is the Locust Soldier? He has a knife. It's the main bad guy. Actually, oh. uh is it the main bad guy? I thought the hive was kind of like a different Ah, never mind. Yeah, that's uh they're adding another character. Ta da. Dude, I kind of uh I couldn't agree more with your next paragraph here, the mandatory Forza. Those games are so Jesus. I'm uh just... six and six years. Yeah, you know. I mean, but honestly, I I can't find the appeal in a Forza game or in a in a Gran Turismo game. I just I yeah. can't find the appeal. Well, Gran Turismo is a whole different thing where it's like there's no joy in that. No, it's just if you're Earn a gearhead. Your license. Yeah, yeah. God damn. But this Forza actually looks really good because it's not part of the Forza series. It's part of the Forza Horizon series, which means that they're gonna throw out. A little bit of the uh, simulation shit and have it more uh, arcadey, which is always fun. I always like the arcade stuff. Arcade racing games are fun. Yeah. Yes, Burnout Three for Life. 
Yep. That's what it says tattooed across my stomach. But um, one of the coolest things, uh, and it's pretty much all I wrote about in my little notes here, which is to join a person's uh, or join your friend's uh, game in progress, your car is airlifted via helicopter onto the active racetrack and then dropped into place and then you continue racing. So much better than a loading button or just fade in, you know? They have a fucking helicopter drop you into place and then be added to your game. That That's some next-gen shit. That's like how uh, Destiny uh, it first introduced uh, players joining your game by uh, their, their spaceship flying into the uh, area and then you jumping out of the spaceship and joining your friend. Which was a complete lie, because it never made it into the game. So, I like that shit. Yeah. It's a visual cool thing. No, it's definitely better than a loading screen. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It, it makes more of a an attempt at being less uh, manufactured and computery and shit. I get it. Yeah. And the, and the locations look good, too. It's all beaches and jungles and all that shit. Opposed to, like, this is a French r- uh, raceway track. So it's definitely one you're going to play. No. No. Oh, okay. I'm not... A- <laughs> Here's the thing. I know the difference between good games and bad games, and that's why I'm here. But it's not about. But for I will never play- fans. It's it's a great for car like people who want who haven't played a car game in a while. Uh-huh. I would recommend maybe looking forward to this one. It's not disappointing. Okay, it could be. Uh, happy to be disappointed. What a, what a reviewer you are! <laughs> you're you're what? more than willing to qualify your your statements by saying it it might be. Well, it, it we're talking about a, a game that was just announced two days ago or two weeks ago or whatever. Take a stance daily. That's all I'm saying. Let's let's talk about Recore. Recore. Re- uh. Oh, wait, by the way, Forza Horizon's out uh, September 27th, 2016. Oh, that's in September, actually. That's not too... Not too far away. Not, not too far. Recore. It's a new IP. For some reason, uh, I heard someone say that it's going to only run you $40, which is kind of that thing of like, well, hold on. Whoa, why is it only going to run me $40? What's wrong with it? You know what I'm saying? Wait a minute. Sup, yo. What is... Re- okay, so Recore is not the game where you're the giant mechanical giraffes. No, that's uh, Horizon. Okay, yeah. Of Dawn Zero. Zero Dawn. Yes. Why do I remember that? St- there's no reason to remember that second part of the title. Uh, I heard uh, Kyle Bossman bring this up. Why have a subtitle for an original game that only has one game in the series? Because you're you never planning on that. having... Because you're planning on having a second game that you want to cleverly name it, or you've already got it in the box. Or yeah, something. but add it later, like Star Wars did. Right. So it's a new IP from. I f- way to prepare. I forget who you actually typed out. I forget who you could have easily. <laughs> you could have easily gone to Google, and instead of typing "I forget who," you could have typed in. Yeah, that, that's true. Okay. These are true statements you're saying. When where you got this core, and you put the energy core into machines that look like animals. I don't like putting things into animals unless it absolutely 100% calls for it. Well, you know, you have an energy core and you start lighting up like dogs and monkeys and... Or, not monkeys, gorillas. It's hmm. almost like a, a rare game. Like, uh, kind of reminds me of Cameo. Cameo, okay. For uh, Xbox 360. Yeah. The way that little lady was uh, transforming into different animals to do different tasks. It looks like the way to get around this game is to put your core... Your energy core into different things, and that's how you'll get around. Looks neat. Okay. I mean, not stellar. Doesn't look like holy shit, because you can just kind of tell from the the video. It's like, oh, the motion on these, uh, the walk animations and fighting gun and animations. Just, eh. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have high hopes for it. Is that out in sept- on September 12th? Yes, it is. Okay. What, uh, what number Final Fantasy are they on here? The next Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy 15. Oh. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. You going to buy it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you going to rent it before you buy it? No, I'm not going to buy it. I've, I really... They're not Final Fantasy games anymore at all. No. They've gone so far away from that original coolness that they had. And I'm not even talking about original coolness like the games that were released on Nintendo and Super Nintendo. I'm talking about when they started to get just... The, the, you can have that soap opera type shit going on in the game. You could have drama in it like they do and not have it be just so awful. Like with with the haircuts that these guys have. I mean, is that really how people in Japan walk? I'm not trying to be racist here. But Seems like you're being racist. I, you know what? Maybe it's just me, but I don't see... Yeah, it's just you being racist. People walking around with haircuts like that or... I guess the same could be said. I don't see people walking around with gun blades either, because a gun is just that would more, be awesome. A gun's just more efficient. Why do you need to get so close? That's the idea behind a gun. Is because a sword can, doesn't run out of bullets. It's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, Got gotcha you again. But no, it's ever since uh, Final Fantasy VIII when they started putting in more style into the characters. I agree. I agree. I think Final Fantasy VIII was the marked decline. With the sole glimmer of hope coming from Final Fantasy IX, where it was just all, it was kind of a cool game. They, was, they kind of said, oh, let's take a step back. Yeah, they actually said it's a throwback, which is weird because it, there weren't too many games at that time. Right, and there were only two games that kind of fit the mold where they couldn't, you couldn't call it like um, adhering to that original formula. Like Final Fantasy VII, what a blast. What a fucking fun game to play. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII, kind of a drag, but I know a lot of people got into it because of the card game that was oh. in it. I, think- I never made it to the card game because I couldn't get past that, that draw system where I had no magic until I soaked... It took the extra step to soak magic out of an enemy I to use that. it on an enemy. Yeah. I just thought it was so fucking worthless. And I've heard that like uh, you go further enough into the game, you won't even need to draw magic because you'll just have magic type thing. But I, I'm like, I can't get to that. No, I I totally hear you. And so bad. There were a lot of uh, a lot of fans, I think, that were disappointed um, yeah. in that game specifically. But but you know, they almost come back Final Fantasy IX, and then our point of contention that we'll mutually have for you know forever. And I think this marked the the second decline was uh, Final Fantasy X. I masterpiece. I, I could not get over how bad that game was probably the finest one of the finest games in the series i disagree i disagree entirely i think it was um just boring just so fucking boring and you I, only I, made it to the part uh of blitzball didn't you turn no, off at I, blitzball no i was a little bit further than that i was a little further off. but it's not like i turned it off because like man this is i turned it off out of utter disgust and like i just felt totally fine putting it on the shelf I, it was, you know, I got other shit I can play at at this point. I'm I'm not even interested in it. And it was one of those games that I think it was clo- was it a launch title for PS2 or it was close to it? No, it was it was like a year after launch, I oh, believe. I don't think it was that long. Yeah, really. And it, it had a late uh, launch too. It was like launched in like December. I remember PS2 having some pretty pathetic launch titles. Yeah, uh, there were there were not many. Other, if but, it weren't for SSX, I'd be. Like what? What have I done? But this this just continues that for me anyway. It continues that downward trend. Now, if you're into it, you're into it. I mean, that's great. 
and if they're appealing to a new generation of of people out there who who get into those maybe they they're drawn into those older final fantasy games because of their appreciation for this new one that's great but i there's such a disparity and let's talk about the new one though because the uh it's an action game because you're you have control over your character the one character you can't switch characters there's four people in the party you control one of them and the control isn't that good and it's a road trip is that correct it's a road trip it's a road trip so but that's just the that's the premise of the story that's not the plot of the story i don't know i i I like films called road trips so I, i might be into this game you can edit that out. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah. Uh... So Final Fantasy 15 comes out September 30th. I think I'm going to rent it before I buy it, if I buy it at all, because it could be I could be dead wrong. Could uh, could be a really good game. Right now, it doesn't look like a really good game. Well, it looks like the last one. It looks like the last Final Fantasy. The 13 with the 13 trilogy. They had they're on 15. Of? So wouldn't the last one be 14? 14 is the online game. Oh, that's right. Yes, eleven and fourteen are online. Okay. Which finally, even Final Fantasy fourteen doesn't have VO, and that I was going to try that game, and I was like, I'm not reading for hundreds of hours. I like that. I, I like having a performance for me, so I can be like, ah, this is what the character is, not just me posing my. I don't know. Plus, reading sucks. Yeah. I'm playing a video game. What am yeah, I doing? I'm looking reading? at six pages of fucking notes here. Jesus, fuck. We're almost done. We are? I hope. We're on Microsoft. Okay, well... Alright, Battle Battlefield 1. Uh, we talked about that. Looks good. It I'm says lo- here I'm- looks great. Okay. I'll, try- I'll go with the notes then. Looks great. You may have forgotten about Minecraft, but after paying $2.5 billion, Microsoft hasn't. <laughs> yes! Little shot there. Well, I'm they- sure Microsoft's feeling the hurt from that one. Well, they... It was like 10 minutes of their conference talking about Minecraft, and Minecraft's going to sell itself. It's the best-selling game ever. Did you know there's videos online of people building, like, working dildos in Minecraft? What do you mean? What? And then they strap on the virtual reality or something and go in? Didn't they have a thing where, in? like, they were playing Minecraft on a table last year? Oh, that was HoloLens, and they didn't even show it off this year. I think they're abandoning that. What? I think so. They said oh. it's They said it's going to take thousands of dollars of... Um, to, uh, if you wanted to buy one, the the technology still years off, and then they didn't mention it this year and started talking about VR. So I don't think Microsoft is, you know, that's my speculation is they're done with Hololens before it started. Uh, Sizzle reel full of uh, indie games, too numerous to mention. They showed uh, Gwent. It's the standalone card game from The Witcher Three. Kind of like how we talk about Final Fantasy VIII had its own card game. This is a card game I became infatuated with within the game. Mm-hmm. And they're making a standalone version like everyone who played the game wanted. If you liked Gwent, you'll love this. Because it is that. Because it is that. And they're having a beta in September. What does Gwent stand for? Uh, it stands for nothing. I just wanted to capitalize it because I'm super excited about Gwent. Oh. Tekken 7? There's a Tekken game. You know how everyone likes Tekken and talks about Tekken? And they don't really? You'd have to go into the a real deep fucking forum to find someone happy about Tekken? Well, there's another Tekken game. It always just seemed stupid to me. I, I loved that really badass drum and bass I just don't dubstep song they were playing in the background. That was fucking mm-hmm. cool. I just don't like the movement of the characters. I'm more of a Street Fighter guy. No, you're not. Fuck yeah, I am. Dead Rising 4. 
Which they never confirmed or denied if it was actually a remake of Dead Rising 1. Because that was speculation going into E3 that it might be just a remake. And also have the numeral at the end. I love zombies. Do you? Yeah, everything with zombies. I love it. Nice. Walking Dead. Talking Dead is where I'm at. I don't even watch the show. Fear the Talking Dead. Oh, shit, dude. Talk the Fearing Dead. I, I like talking bad. I just like I like having like little uh, book clubs. He's so clever. Chris Hardwick, he's just such a clever guy. Now you're coming off jealous. I'm not jealous. I just don't... I'm a little jealous. I don't like him. I don't like his his thing. You know, his whole fucking... That's like saying you don't like Pauly Shore. Huh? It's like saying you don't like Pauly Shore. I went to go see Pauly Shore. I confirmed. I had to physically see him perform to confirm how little I like Pauly Shore. My God. He's terrible. Dude. I, I like the weasel. You ever see Jury Duty? Yeah, go go for it. You like the weasel, you, uh, like Biodome. Do you like Biodome? Yeah, I have oh. that. I have that what's on the, DVD what's somewhere. What's the farmer movie? That he, Son-in-Law. Yes. Yeah, Son-in-Law. Go ahead. How please. about that one where he's in the army? That's great. What's that called? I don't remember. I think it's in the army now. Is it? Or it's uh, like Shredding Weasels or something. Shredding Weasels. Shredding Weasels. I don't know. What about Dead Rising Four? It's a zombie game, huh? Yeah. Tell me why I should play it. Because it doesn't look like they're taking themselves seriously anymore. Dead Rising 3 had a big spike in, like, all oh, these zombies. I'm gonna have to use a second screen experience to nuke them. And, you know, it, got, it took, himself like, uh, took themselves a little serious, like they were gonna make a, a serious tone action movie. And this is just like, ah, oh, Frank West had... Oh, I bumped my microphone again. It's like, ah, uh, Frank West has a, a, a mech suit on or a triceratops head and he's breathing fire to kill the zombies and he's in a wacky go-kart mowing them down. And oh. It's just getting back to what the core of like Dead Rising 1 and 2 were, which is having fun with the game, killing zombies in um, unique ways rather than being serious at all. Why, why do you... Do you think that people like zombie games because people inherently... Um, are meant to run from something, whether or not that's like a physical thing that they're running from or something that's challenging them, like in their, in their mental Like state. saying the word challenging? Challenging. Yeah. Challenging. I mean, there seems to be this resurgence, not even a resurgence. It seems like people have always just... It's not even a resurgence because it's been t- like 15 years. It's ever since that Dawn of the Dead remake or something. Well, yeah. It's but- just been zombies all the time and people are like, this trend's going to pass. It's no, it's not going to pass. It's not going to pass. It's here right? to stay. I think people like the idea of hiding from something or or just this massive threat that's coming that's insurmountable. I think it's getting to play soldiers without any innocent victims or the morality. That's involved. a good that's a good way to look at it. Like It you, seems that way. You must kill these things because they're inherently yeah. they're not even inherently evil. That's not him in there anymore. Right. What is this thing? Some sort of walker? Or Zamber creature. Now no, let it's me a zombie. ask you this: Rather than zombies wanting to zombie. kill you, what if the zombies were like sexually deviant? Like, what if the zombies, rather than killing you, I they think were they like are sex zombies? Like they just dry hump you to death. Or how about they, um, when they attack you, they go for the genitals first? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I thought of a good uh, movie premise the other day: uh, fucking flying zombies. Now, now you're not even safe in the sky. Wait, wait, wait. Can we just, can we edit that slightly? Like, they're not actually flying, like, the zombie. They they somehow remember how to fly helicopters and airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> like, they forget they're total animals, except 
for the mechanics of an airplane, they can totally they grasp it. Do we have zombies on the runway giving the little flare signals? <laughs> of ready yeah, to, you need ready that. to take That's off. That's just safety, and... man. That's just safety. You want I, It's called flying death <laughs> or death from above. Dead Rising. Oh shit! The next game is uh, Platinum Games, uh, Scalebound. I always uh, mention that it's Platinum Games, Scalebound. The people who making them, who are making that game, are Platinum. The reason for this is because they did Bayonetta. I totally lost that thought with the fuck. What was the <sighs> Vanquish? That's the oh, game. Oh yeah, you were talking about that before. Yeah, I love that game. It's so good. And they did uh, Metal Gear Solid. Or, it's not Metal Gear Solid. It's Metal Gear Rising, mm. which is that ninja game with Raiden in it. You know. Yeah. So they have this great catalog of amazing games that they've done. Scalebound, huh? And then they're doing an exclusive game for Xbox called Scalebound. What is what is Scalebound? Do you get to climb stuff? As uh, far scale. As you can see. I believe scale would be like dragon. Oh. Okay. Dragon scales or some shit. Okay. But it looks like uh, the main the main character. Looks like Dante from uh, DMC, which they also did. Devil Thank May God Cry, another are great game. Abbreviating that now because Devil May Cry is just the lamest name I've ever heard. But Scalebound doesn't look very good. Maybe it'll uh, shape up in um, in time, but right now it just seems like uh, we, we've seen a bunch of big set piece monsters filling the room type games, and we've seen a bunch of uh, stylish action games. But the actual control of the character looked like it was a little shitty. A little wonky, a little like he's slashing a sword. It's not really making contact with the thing it's making contact with, and I don't know. It has a ways to go, but I'm surprised they showed off anything. I thought that game was uh, not even going to be shown at E3, so so look forward to it, but don't. Sea okay. Of, sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. You were talking about this, this. is where it gets good. Yeah. I'm super impressed with this game. I watch a lot of Twitch. I watch a lot of uh, Mr. Moon's House. He does a lot of RP role-playing server shit where... Uh, just people on Twitch will uh, start making up stories. It, it creates a little world for yourself when normally it would just be a, a game where normally you would have uh, objectives. They're making their own fun. Well, I love that during the game you can your character can, and it's not new or anything by any stretch, but you can drink and you can get drunk in the game. Some grog, yes. Yeah. Get some drinks with your mates because that's what this is about. It is uh, controlling your own ship, your own pirate ship with your friends. I don't know, it just sounds awesome. Like, to go onto a desert island, find some fucking treasure, and make a, a big haul, get it back to your ship unscathed or whatever, have no one die. Start, like, uh, someone's got to be there to uh, set the sails, someone's got to be there, like, on the port the, or whatever. Exactly. This is this is exactly that. It's a game for shut-ins who want to be social. <laughs> yes. Now you get what I'm saying. You could be attacked, though, after you're trying to get away, because it's also online. I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. A, per, a little persistent world, like have your whole day wrecked by uh, other pirates, because it's pirates. Yeah, you like. I mean, so see a thieves. You you thieves say that you like that now, but I've never seen you more frustrated than when you're playing. Uh, well, that's Rust. Rust. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody raids your shit, or like they they fucking reboot the servers, and you lose all your. But this almost feels like a Rust at on sea, at sea. What kind of yeah. sea? I don't know. I'm really excited it about it. It looks prettier than Rust to me. Yes, it does. Yeah. What, but when is uh, Sea of Thieves supposed to be out? No, uh, no Yeah, no... no um, They're just... No date. Okay. I'm guessing 2017. I'm guessing... It looked like they were pretty... Guessing October. I mean, it wasn't... They showed a good amount of footage from the game, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, it wasn't just uh, uh, the showing footage of like being on the boat. They actually showed like uh, walking around and shit. Yeah, yeah. walking around, you know, being in deep caves, water and shit like that, and underwater. State of Decay is getting a sequel, and it's going to be a bigger State of Decay. They didn't show too much about it, so not much to talk about. But it's just, I guess, whatever ideals they had with uh, State of Decay, they're going to actually make really good on with State of Decay 2, because, you know, more horsepower. Especially if it comes out with the uh, the Scorpio, you know, around then. Right. Right. Bada-bing. Halo Wars 2. You like RTS set in the har- uh, Halo Wars universe, Chris? Maybe. I, I love RTS games, but I, I'm not very familiar with the Halo universe because I don't... They haven't had a lot of RTS. Yeah. Well, they had one because this is this is Halo okay. Wars two, so they had one. I'm gonna have to check it out. I've been ah. looking for a new game to play, and Halo's a Microsoft property, right? Yep. Yeah. So I like all the Microsoft RTS games. Do you? Yeah. Are I you really bullshitting? do. Age of Empires. I love that. Oh, that's, okay. That's a lot of fun for me. Age of Mythology. I, yeah, I was just setting that up as like I really don't give a shit about Halo Wars two. No, so this, was, this might be something I'm into. I'm caught me off guard. Nice. Check it out. Okay, so then they uh, brought out the, um, or they reminded everyone that they're making an Xbox One S. And what a lot of people think is, oh shit, I got the Xbox One, now they're bringing out an Xbox One S? They're totally fucking me here. Okay, so I want to talk to you about this. Please do, that's what we're here for. What do we have specs on? I mean, I see, you know, hard drive space. It is the Xbox One again. It's, well, all they're doing is, you know how every once in a while in a generation they'll have the slim version? Ah, that's it. That's it. Ugh. But since they're calling it the S1, uh, Xbox One S, not a lot of people are catching on to that. It's just the slim version, and they're thinking, wait, they're bringing out another console in August? Right. Why, why are they doing that? And uh, it's not the truth. It's just wait till August to buy an Xbox One because that's when the slim version will be out. And they'll price drop the original. Well, this will be the the original then. Okay, but I'm saying like oh they they the, might yeah the old the, the old older, large version yeah. they might try to get rid of that at their cheap price. I, I would imagine so. I mean, if they're but in any case, uh, this this looks like yeah yeah. The and the benefit to having the slim version is it outputs uh, 4K video. So if you had a, a 4K TV with a 4K version of Ghostbusters, the all male version. You could watch it on your Xbox One S. Nice. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, yeah. And the thing that bugs me about this uh, uh, press announcement, which is they just said it was going to be $299, which is not true. It's going to be $299, but for the... Uh, 500 meg version? Yeah, actually I should say gig. Sorry about that. 500, 500 gig. gig version for $300. Hey, I'm just as big of a dummy because I just said that so like... Like, yeah, if I... <laughs> 500 megs. Woo. Basically what they do, it just it comes with a USB stick sticking out of it. Nice. But if you wanted the 2 terabyte version, which is actually what you need these days, because just putting so many goddamn games on your system... Mm-hmm. And it's not like you could do anything with cloud or anything. It just has to be there. It has to right. sit. Cloud, cloud right. Cloud is for uh, calculations and game saves. Yep. It has nothing to do with storing 40 gigs of... No, te- you need 40 those, gigs of, those yeah. program files on there, and I yeah. get it. Um, so the two terabyte version is going to be $400, which is not a discount, as you might have noticed. No. It's no. actually increased in price, so I don't know. Scorpio. Yeah. That's when people are worried about, like, hey, I just bought a system, what the hell? This is the thing they should actually be complaining about. Right. Because this is not just an Xbox One. It's like the next Xbox. Yeah. They're not calling it the Xbox... Well, actually, internally, they're calling it the Xbox One 2, but they're not calling it... What the fuck? What the fuck? 
<laughs> really? As, uh, you know, fucking Square did it with uh, yeah, Final know. Fantasy X-2. I know. But um, instead of saying this is the Xbox 4 or the next Xbox or whatever, they're just saying, oh, no, no, it's an iteration. Just happens to be 4.5 times uh, better than the uh, the original Xbox that you can buy now. How many cores are in the Xbox One? I believe it's an 8-core chip. Well, oh. that's for the Scorpio, but how many are in the Xbox One? Oh, uh, was it, is it quad-core? It is. Or, or is it 8-core? That surprises me. I would, to... I would have thought that that would have be that Because 8-cores, it's not like it's a brand new thing. No. You know what I mean? So... Well, I might be. I have to actually look that up. I actually don't know. Okay. I know it's on. I know it has parity with uh, PlayStation Four, but I don't know how many cores it has. Gotcha. But I was just watching um, a YouTube uh, clip about speculation about what the Scorpio could be, and uh, the guy speculates it could be the AMD uh, Zen's uh, processor, which is uh, coming out sometime this spring or something like that. Or I don't know. Actually, it's past spring, right? It's the fall, whatever. Why anyone would partner with AMD is a total mystery to me. I, I just don't but, get it. I, it's cheap. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Take it's, take it from one man's uh, YouTube speculation. Right. You know. Okay. This is what he thinks might happen. As far as talking about the uh, the RAM you put in a console, that's tricky. You know what I mean? Because you, that RAM itself, you have to upgrade your RAM in your PC every so often, right? You, I mean, or for me, you just have to out and out replace it. Yeah. Um, with a console, I wonder if they're going to make that upgradable. You know what I mean? I, I don't know that you... I You know, they always say they might do that. I don't think they ever will. I don't think anyone's going to yeah, ever reach into their... But like Even if they make a breakaway hatch, right. I don't think people go into their consoles. No, that and it is... You're, I think that's re- probably the reason you buy a console, so you don't have to. Right. You know, so if they're throwing that much memory at it, if, of that quality memory... Uh, that speed, I should say, that's that's why they're doing it, is to future-proof the, the console, or at least yeah. as much as they can. Yeah, I don't know. When is the When are they speculating any... Holiday 2017. Wow. That's out there a bit, huh? Not a year and a half. And the way life creeps on by, it's going to be here in a moment. Yeah, life creeps by. Creeping so. death. <laughs> Next, we have Sony, which uh, opened the show with God of War 4. It's yeah. Kratos, bearded Kratos and his kid, which is confirmed to be his kid. So that's kind of weird. Beards are cool now. Beards are cool. Yeah, we need. It's too bad he didn't have some cool glasses to go with that beard. Welcome to the Dapper. Uh, don't give but, a shout out to that guy, please. He's please, awesome. Please. What are you talking about? Um, but yeah, the uh, it looks like The Last of Us meets God of War, which sounds really fucking weird, but it looks like it's going to work. It looks like a a new approach on an old. Uh, character, yeah. old property. Yeah. yeah, looks good. I I won't disagree. I, I think it looked good. I, I, w- yeah. I would like to see more. Yeah, but they didn't give any sort of date or anything. Not even a year. They didn't even say like 2017. So it, it looks, could it could it be way out there. Out pretty. I mean, it looked nice. So I mean, hopefully it's hopefully it's not. I I yeah. don't. I I personally haven't found enjoyment in the God of War games or in life or in life. That's fair. Um. But the next game you have on your list here actually kind of intrigues me a bit. That Days Gone, um, that they kind of did some, you know, terrible title, some fuckery with the uh, what they showed in the initial, the first part of their press conference, and then what they brought out later. You get more of a feel for what the game is. 
But yeah, I agree. It's not a great it's not a great <coughs> title, but it is awesome that they've they've got what you say here of World War Z style zombies where that it's kind of like they're operating as a hive mind and yeah. they're uh, they're maybe able to to stack up and create larger Piles and ooze of zombie yeah, people. That, fucking. that I, I dig, but I mean, it's not, yeah, it's kind of just their biting Daisy, or not, sorry, not Daisy, World War Z. Yeah. Which is fine because no one else has. The closest you can come to that number of zombies on screen has been like um, Dead Rising. And usually, Dead Rising, their zombies are just kind of standing there. Yeah. These are pathing, they're following the, the player up into like structures and shit like that, navigating stairs. While still being in their zombie-like stupid stupor. Yeah. You know. Looks... It could be cool. I'm really hoping that we see some... Like, by the time the game's released, I want to see some zombies caught behind things. And, and, like, the hive mind function kind of stacking zombies up behind something and them getting caught. Yeah. That'd be hysterical. Living in the world of... Oh, what's that game I just showed you with the fucking... That THQ game? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, Homefront 2. Okay, yeah. Just having the whole, the uh, zombie pathing of Homefront 2. Good God. That was rough. That was rough. Uh, then we have last The Last Guardian, which finally has a release date of October 25th. And an evil owl cat. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be An bad. evil Trico. Treco. Now, I was, I was thinking about this. The game and the team is, are not called Ico. It's team called Ico. Echo. Echo, yeah, okay. So when you put the... TR for Trico. Is it Treco? It should be Treco. Yeah. It's a weird fucking pronunciation. There's no way that you spell ICO and you pronounce it Echo. It's Ico. But the developers did. Well, then they just are going against the tenets and rules of the English language. Well, so is Bruce Jenner. Okay. You know what I'm saying, Caitlin? Wow. No one talks about Bruce Jenner anymore. No one talks about Caitlin Jenner anymore. Bad path to go down. So I'm going to buy The Last Guardian. And I hope it's five hours. I play through it once, and it's an eight out of ten. And then I just never, and never play it again. In and out. In and out. Yeah, uh, the one of the last games I was truly, truly impressed with, and a long time ago, one of the last games I was truly impressed with was... Uh, the Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. Just, oh, fucking marvelous game. I love, I love the idea of, in a game, something, uh, some enemy so large that in the distance it, it becomes a uh, there's bluing that happens to the creature because it's that far away. I, lo- I love yeah. visual tricks like that. That um, And I hope that they've taken that because that's kind of what that game was based around. And you know how we always talk about uh, uh, the slow moving giant? Yeah, yeah. Alright, uh, recently I was uh, learning some new techniques in um, After Effects about parallax. And parallax is uh, the farther uh, an object is in the distance the slower it will move mm-hmm. when you're like kind of moving uh, slides across of each other yeah and that's why they always have these uh, giants really slow except for I think the the thing with people who make uh, giants in games or television or movies or whatever they keep that parallax effect into the foreground like remember how ant-man was real fucking or giant man was real slow. Which I've confirmed, by the way. He shouldn't be slow. Not Giant Man. Whom? That's not Giant Man. I thought it was Ant, and then you put the Giant Man. Well, yeah, right? I guess. But Giant Man's a different character. Oh. Entire. Well, they, but what's weird to me is that... Well, what do you call him when Ant Man gets giant, then? It's just, a, it's just larger Ant Man. Oh, wouldn't it be perfect if he was Giant Ant Man? 
I don't know. I don't know. But, well, I could be wrong on that, too. But from what I've been reading, and part of the thing that killed it for me, or killed the experience of it in the movie for me, is my son's addiction to Legos. Because he insisted on purchasing this Lego set for the Captain America Civil War, where it's got one of the, the cool things about it is it's you build Giant Man. And then I'm like, oh, well, I know where this is going. <laughs> like, it's it's just it's there's it comes with little two Ant Man figures and then Giant Man. Oh, so now, by the way, now is the Giant Man a like bulky giant but still Lego esque? No, it's it's made of, of Legos. It's the cool thing is you're building it from other Legos, but it's not like how a typical minifigure is where you snap the legs into the torso and the head on top. You have to build it. Oh, okay. Like it's a like it's a vehicle or something. But yeah, Last Guardian, to, to get back to that, I'm excited to see this as well. I really uh, talk about a cock tease. What the fuck? Honestly, how long have we talked about this and it's going to happen now? It's nine maybe? years? Is it nine years? No, it's not nine years. I f- well, hold it's on. It's probably five. It's not nine. PlayStation 3 came out in 2006, and it's 2016. Yes. So, and I think they didn't, like... PlayStation, it wasn't a PlayStation 3 like launch. It was like the first year in, so probably 2007 they announced it. I think it's nine years. And that's when I said, I'm going to buy a PlayStation 3 for this game. And I never did because it never came out. Until now. Finally, we get to uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is the game that we talk about a bunch over mm-hmm. the... That's the one with all the uh, the mechanical giraffes. Yeah, with the giant heads. What the fuck is with the giant heads? A lot of parts are in those giant Like I heads. said, they look like they're platforms to land a vehicle. Well, good, good. But why would they make the platform walk? Why not could, just make it stationary? Because you could probably crawl on them. You could probably climb those things. Who knows with this game? It looks no, I'm awesome. sure you can. I mean, it looks like a fun game to play, but the tethering function, that's kind of what... That, that's what's like, oh, that's different. And that, that enemy they showed fighting, it's just a vicious scorpion hopping around. Really cool. It looked yeah. cool. I'm not going to say it didn't. It just... Almost looks like a Tomb Raider-style game. The new Tomb Raider-style of game where you yeah. have a... Uh, it's an open world, but it's kind of like a... How do you say it? It's small. It's contained. It's an open, contained world, or... I don't know. You. I think... I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I get I get where you're going with it. At, right. Uh, it's not a GTA huge open world, but they give you enough space where you think, where it like, feels oh, like it is yeah, little, like, yeah. oh, shit, I got to get up there. And it's like, oh, here's how you get up there. And by the way, I mean, awesome. an open world is great, but really, what are you going to do? <laughs> are you going to go sit out in the forest for a while? Right. Think about stuff? Well, that well, that's the difference between most game developers and Rockstar is open world usually means empty world. There you go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You play something like a GTA or Red Dead, there's some weird shit going out in the desert. And just... Donkey ladies. Donkey ladies. Flying donkey. Or cheetah men. <laughs> so awesome. Oh, so terrifying. And then we have Detroit Become Human, which, I don't know, it's... Is Detroit still actually populated with people? I don't know, man. I It seems like a... That documentary didn't work, you know? Michael Moore put his heart and soul in that thing and no one gave a fuck. I don't know. It, I, like, if people aren't going to listen to Michael Moore, I don't know who they're going to listen to. No, it's, uh, Detroit's awful. I, I read a, an article recently that some woman was walking down the street, and this is kind of playing off the whole Disney World alligator thing, but some woman was taking her child, five-year-old child, down the street, and the child was dragged off by pit bulls. 
a roving gang of dogs took her child and dragged. It's horrible. I'm laughing, but well, it's, it's literally well, animals. Pit bulls are in charge of Detroit to some degree. Yeah, let's think about this though. In Florida, they have uh, their natural predators that walk around. They're alligators. Mm-hmm. Detroit, their natural predator that walk around are pit bulls. Yeah. Makes dog, sense. Dog fighting has gotten to such a, to be such a large problem in that area that the dog fighters themselves are no longer keeping track. Of, they're they're probably gone to a more civilized. Like this place sucks now. There's way too many dogs probably eaten by here. their own hounds. Yeah, but um, I, I just find it fascinating that we're trying to push Detroit so hard. Like there's this call to to action for people to save Detroit. It seems like a bit like oh it's a, no it's a great place. No, it's not a great place. It's not a good. We what we need to do is we need to fence it up, and maybe, maybe in ten years go back to see like th- how things progressed. One wall at a time. I'm not saying a wall. The, don't invest in a wall for Detroit. Let's just get some wire fencing. <laughs> some wire fencing. Make it high, fifteen feet, twenty feet, and why even fencing? Aren't there enough? Just like randomly junked cars that we just start stacking those Stack, cars. Yeah, I like the, the way you're thinking. Now you use the the natural. The natural resources of Detroit, which Detroit's is the burnt number one out export, yeah, is, is the, a broken down car. It used to be regular cars, and now <laughs> it's burnt down cars. How things change. So Detroit looks like a game where you make decisions like that Ellen Page game, Beyond Two Souls, or Fahrenheit, or Indigo Prophecy, which is the same game as... That's just a different name for that. I don't know, it looked boring. Yep. Uh, then Sony had a VR section, which is awesome. Except for we don't have VR headsets yet. That comes in October. October 13th, they go on sale. I think they're already sold out, though. Because I think they had that pre-order in March, but they didn't show off anything. And now that they showed off everything, people want VR headsets. And it's like, oh, well, we're sold out. You should have bought one in March. Didn't make a lot of sense, you know? No camera or move. Yeah. Which, uh, well, it needs a camera. Mm -hmm. It needs that PlayStation uh, Eye for to work for with the uh, back and forth motion of your head and it's not sold with it so it's kind of a thing like they're not to keep the cost down and say hey it's four hundred dollars like oh that's great but they're just not telling you but you also need to buy this extra like thirty dollar thing i don't know by the time that comes around i'm sure they'll just include the fucking thing why not you know yeah it can't be that much to make a camera every phone in your pocket has a camera so most have two Front and rear. Exacto mundo. Then they showed Resident Evil 7, which is kind of completely ripping off PT. And uh, I don't even know if it's going to be first-person scare game the whole game, or they're actually going to put you in control of a third-person character and make it a traditional Resident Evil game. Right. They haven't said. I, 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 I keep hearing both, though. I keep hearing, like, oh, no, no, this is just one part of the game. And then I also hear, like, yeah, it's all first-person. So who knows? I don't like Resident Evil, so I'm not going to comment. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Resident Evil. I, I did... I don't know. I want to start with Resident Evil Zero and kind of work my way into the series. But I don't know. Just anytime I try those games, it just right quit real easily. I'm like, let me go play Dark Souls more. Let's see. Final Fantasy 15. I already talked about that. Fart. Final Fart 15 comes out September 30th. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare comes out November 4th. Which looks great. It looks great. So many people hate that. I don't know. I like it. I like the spaceships and all that shit. I think yeah. it's cool. I I would agree with you 100%. Uh, they're remaking Crash Bandicoot games. Why? Yeah. I, I have no idea. Just because, like, 
Hey, wouldn't it be cool? Like, cool in, like, ironic quotes. Like, oh shit, my fedora. Wouldn't it be cool if they made it crash again? Yeah, that would totally suck. That'd be awesome. It would suck and be us. Well, yeah, that's Are the ironic. Are suck ironically? Yeah. And cool ironically. So you don't know what you're getting. No. It's These just... fucking millennials, dude. So they're remaking that, so I don't know. Look forward to that, I guess. Lego Star Wars comes out June 29th. I'm new to the Lego video game world, which is pathetic, because I know there's tons of them. Yeah. But, uh... You know, I don't I'm like... starting to really get into them. I really... really? I'm starting to get out of them. Really? They're, they're too goddamn complex. I tried this demo that they uh, put on PlayStation. Yeah. Took me like in 30 minutes because I didn't realize what the hell they wanted me to do next. Yeah, they're not... I, I will say that they're not... Uh, in, they're, what you're supposed to do doesn't present itself right you know, yeah. in most situations. They're, but. they're taking the Dark Souls approach of not holding your hand with a Lego game. Which... I've I've enjoyed because I'm that's kind of like, you know, my kid is loving that and I'm building his hand eye coordination through those games, but it it's not something he could ever play on his own. It's something he's gotta Yeah, they they've they've surpassed themselves as far as like uh these aren't kids' games anymore. These right. are for like thirteen year olds, but who plays with Legos, but kids, I don't know. Right. It's a weird thing. They should almost have like a child select your age mode where the puzzles and how much information they give you is based off of your age. Yeah, see, that's a good idea, and that probably wouldn't mean that much additional work in the programming. No. It's just, so. like, as soon as you do one objective, the next thing starts blaring, like, rap horns and fucking blinks, you know? Just, yeah. It, it's so obvious to do the next thing. Death Stranding. This is the one you wanted to uh, talk about. Norma yeah. Reedus naked on a beach. Yeah. You know, I was talking with uh, one of the guys i work with uh kevin and we're talking about Whoa, that. shout out to kevin and he's he, well he made a really good point he said that everyone wants to be excited because of the the guy who's making it they're not they're not necessarily they're pretending uh like it's not ever happened where someone who's really made a critically acclaimed game or series as this guy has hasn't disappointed people before oh yeah the, but this game what it looks like to me is uh weird for the sake of weird a little bit i mean i i don't there's a lot of elements in it that seem one more confusing than the next i just hope that there's something behind this and it's too soon to tell by any measure it's too soon to tell well uh, let's get a few things out of the way one um the guy who made this is the guy who made metal gear solid series and he has actually disappointed people in the past with the two Zone of the Enders games. They weren't very good. But what it seems like to me is that he kind of would take the standpoint that if you're disappointed, it's because you didn't get it. I don't think that's true. Okay, I, I just Fair don't, enough. I don't get I, that vibe. You know probably more than I do. But I don't know. The, uh, the whole, uh, is this going to pay off? I don't think it's an actual game. I think, if anything, if it's ever seen again in this kind of thing, it's a dream sequence or something or a hallucination. I think the whole thing is a metaphor, being like whales beaching themselves and being stranded and your baby dying and stuff like that. I think it's all a metaphor for the Konami stuff because in Metal Gear Solid Five, the there was a whole through line of like uh, Moby Dick and Call Me Ishmael and whales and the flying uh, flaming whale uh, hallucination of Psycho Mantis that was in the original trailer for Metal Gear Solid. Now, if you take all this whale stuff and now everything whale related is dying there you go that's like a little metaphor you know he's doing a little thing he's separating himself 
He's making yeah. his own. Well, I mean, Konami doesn't make games anymore. They make pachinko machines. Right. So. Which is a shame. There probably isn't a lucrative market in Japan for pachinko machines. Yeah, but there's a great market in America for video games. And the rest of the world, really. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Whatever. Well, let's not let's not get that... that uh... People are excited because Hideo Kojima just made the best game he's ever made. And then the company he works for got out of the video game business, and now this is the next thing he's doing. Mm-hmm. So people are, you know, there's no reason to uh, think that he's going to fail or anything like that. Let's just see what he does and tell Kevin to cool his goddamn jets. Uh, I, th- I kind of tend to, I kind of tend to lean towards his. The, he he made some pretty compelling points about the game. I just, I, uh, I don't know. Um, well, the game. Is probably not going to be out until like 2019, anyways. So, usually 2019. Takes, yes, he usually takes a few years, like four or five years, to develop a game. Oh fuck! So stupid. We're not okay. talking. We're not talking about this. On to more stupid Spider-Man PS4. How dare you, sir? Because it's the lamest fucking superhero. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh well, don't do that shit. I, I'm Just because you don't like Spider-Man. I, my opinion. I don't like Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man is awful. Awful. I think that there's no... No, Spider-Man fucking guy. fantastic. Is it? It's really? He's an awesome character. Is one he? Of, one of my favorite superheroes. Okay. And now he's getting a, a proper video game. For, for like, countless titles now. He's just been mishandled with these shitty games. Weren't the other games... One of them, at least, was pretty well-received, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2, the movie. Okay. That was 2002? That's Something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, so there hasn't been a good Spider-Man game in a while. There have been decent Spider-Man games, but there's ha- there haven't been good ones. And finally, now they're uh, Sony's like, hey, here's some money. They're giving the, the team Insomniac Games some cash. Hey, develop a, an exclusive PlayStation 4 Spider-Man game. And all they have to do is fix the white emblem on his chest. Yeah, that's lame. That's so, that's that so dumb. I thought it'd be funny, though, if they did, like, a pre-order bonus to get a black emblem on your chest. Well, <laughs> pre-order now, and you'll get the black emblem. And then they ended the show with um, Days Gone uh, footage, which some people started speculating the reason they showed Days Gone twice is because at the very last moment, uh, because of the, um, the massacre in Orlando, they pulled a trailer for uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. What happened in Orlando? I know, right? Right. But uh, that wasn't true. There was no um, Red Dead Redemption 2 to be shown. It didn't get pulled at the last moment. No one freaked out. Sony released a statement that said, hey, this is uh, this was our show. Nothing was changed. So right. there's that. <laughs> and finally, The Legend of Zelda. Yep. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I saw a great thing on... Uh... On uh, meme base, it was a meme of Link wearing sunglasses. Says, "Hi, I'm Link. Welcome to Jackass." Because of <laughs> because of all the shit he was running around lighting on fire. Yeah, that yeah. Was... There have been a lot of um, like uh, uh, cartoon strips and just photos, or not photos. What am I stupid? Uh, pictures of Link where it, the basic premise is Link runs out of a cave naked and starts setting shit on fire. <laughs> <laughs> which is very true to the demo of what they had done. Yeah. Which is uh, great. But beautiful looking game. Very fucking beautiful. Yeah. And uh, we, we've talked about this and I did buy Wind Waker. I have to I have to get into it. I have to launch it. Yeah, I have to get into it. And Well, we're, we're wrapping up 
We're wrapping up with something. Yeah, we're currently doing a playthrough of uh, Super Mario Wii U. Yeah. And we're uh, on the last Star Road star. Yeah, after my fuck-up of <laughs> of killing an entire night's progress. Yeah, we... Three we, and a half hours of progress. We, we made it through, like, four or five star levels, and to turn off the console, Chris fucking just hits the power button instead of saving it beforehand. What do you made good? In my defense, I was not feeling well that night. I was, uh, but yeah, the next morning, I found out after a cup of coffee, I fucking own that game. I, I made all that progress in like an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah I, when you showed the updated picture of uh, like um, beating Star Road 8 or whatever, I'm like, yeah. how do you, we weren't even making progress on that one. Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know. Good on you. Good on you. Good on you. Uh, but yeah, this game looks beautiful. I mean, just really want to play play it and get into get past that um 15 minutes where it takes me to like get into a game and like be wanting to come back to it but i think Mm. uh yeah well here's the thing with getting into this game you wake up at the shrine of resurrection and you walk out the door and then you're in the game yeah like a, a huge complaint people have had about previous zelda games as it takes so fucking long to get started into the game like you don't even get your deku shield for like uh hours or two hours or whatever in some of these games right no right away and trying to you're you're throwing on clothes you're getting out there fucking with an old guy jumping in the water fucking with it what are, what game are you playing well they were they walk up to an old guy and they stay oh yeah there. that guy okay yeah. you know people have uh zoomed in up on his face and it might be uh well no i can't tell you because it's actually a spoiler from someone it might be from wind waker oh you can that doesn't matter i'll just say the king and people will know, because they played the game. But yeah, th- this game looks fucking great, because it looks like uh, a Team Echo game. It looks like uh, Hyrule is in ruins. The the thing that looks like it ruined it are in ruins, those, those octopus-like guardians. Mm-hmm. So if the thing that caused the destruction is dead, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, that's, you know, some greater evil. A Ganon, perhaps. But just, um, they're really opening the landscape, literally, in this game to more possibilities with just uh, climbable air, uh, surfaces, which doesn't even look like, hey, we've marked these areas to be climbed. These other areas, you know, it'll break the game if you climb. Looks like you can climb anything. So I noticed that jump too far. I had, you left off the new Paper Mario. Why is it on here? Because we saw the video for Paper Mario, and it looks like it was for literal babies. Yeah. Like, to coo and goo at the screen... Just yeah. Did they have anything else, really? They uh, showed some footage of Pokemon um, Sun and Moon. Oh, okay. I know how much everyone gives a fuck about that, so... To me, it was just... And that was it. it the Pokemon, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but it feels like the Final Fantasy games that came out for Game Boy, where um, there was a really unique thing to the Final Fantasy... First Final Fantasy game for Game Boy where you could mutate your character if you were a monster and you you could mutate into other monsters by eating the meat of another monster meat do you remember this at all no, no? i don't i uh i thought it was cool i thought it was really a unique part of that and pokemon kind of feels like that to me a little bit but there's no i'm not the gonna... whole breeding system yeah of like finding a female not pikachu and a male snorlax getting them to fuck a pikachu yeah Crossbreed! Oh my god, that's the new Pokemon. Crossbreeding Pokemon, infinite possibilities. But what is like the what is the real world equivalent? I mean, is it dog breeding 
Like where people will make these bastard creations, like a puggle or I, I don't yeah. understand. It's like a, it's such a weird thing. I can see we'll why get, people we'll, are getting we'll get, into it. We'll get Pokemon that can't breathe on their own. That'll be nice. <laughs> Pokemon with no front legs. <sighs> I have an abomination. So those were the press conferences. We did them all. Can you believe that? Uh, some honorable mentions uh, from the show floor. Just shit that I could top, think off the top of my head. Is, that girl's uh, huge boobs. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Treehouse staff over at Nintendo. Wow. Nintendo Treehouse looks like Disneyland was bought by Hooters. Yeah, well, they all look so wholesome, these girls. And, like, they're just... Wholesome and full of breast. Way full of... Too much breast. N- not enough, if you ask me. But, yeah, um, they're but, an entertaining lot. Yeah. But uh, as far as games go, there was uh, there's Deus Ex. There's going to be a new Deus Ex game. Uh, Mankind Divided out this year. New Mafia 3 game out this year. Which looks rad. I, yes. I, that's grown on me quite a bit. I hope, it, um, I hope it lives up to its potential because it looks like it has a lot of potential. And if it just kind of was just another third-person GTA clone, like a, a, you know, like a Mafia 2, let's say, mm-hmm. then it would be a failure. But... I think they could do it. There was a level, there was a mission called Rob the Orgy or something. There like you that. go. It was something with an orgy, and I'm like, that's interesting. I mean, this is New Orleans. There's a lot of Orleans. Yeah, that, that place. Yeah. And you know it's authentic because they had the clan. They did have the clan, yeah. Which is edgy, and I hope they actually stick to the edginess and not just like I, don't know, I could see almost, that almost get cut from the game or something. No, let's clarify edgy. for a second. Not not the Wu Tang variety, the Ku Klux variety. Yes. Yeah, that clan. Yeah, these are the people that don't like the Wu-Tang clan. Wu Klux Klan. That's actually not a bad place to end. Okay. A a good joke. We finally got one. Dude, I had the Anton Yelkin lethal weapon joke. Uh, Thank you very much for joining me, Chris. This was awesome. Oh, you got it. I I smell a spinoff. Holy shit. Super game stuff on a permanent basis? What? All right. All right. This is Coke Logic signing off for game stuff. Goodbye.